Today, I'm going to be talking about 12 ways to stop procrastination. The first one, and this is my personal favorite because I use it all the time, is when I'm thinking about doing something, I stop what I'm currently doing and stare at something for about two minutes, 120 seconds. I don't remember where I learned this from, but it really helps. And the science behind it is... You know, your brain's so used to stimulation and always seeing something, doing something. When you get bored, you check your Snap or you check your Instagram. And this way, you just keep staring. And no matter what, just for two minutes, just stare at it. And you'll get so bored from doing it that anything you do will become stimulating. So that way, after you're done staring, start the task that you wanted to do in the first place. And this way... It's going to prompt you to get better results because you're going to be more focused and more locked in. And you're not going to be comparing you scrolling on social media compared to doing the thing you're procrastinating. But you're going to be comparing the thing that you're procrastinating to staring at the wall. So obviously you'd rather do the thing rather than just be bored and lack the stimulation that's going to inevitably occur if you just sit there and scroll social media or just do nothing the second hack is future self-immersion pretty much what this is is seeing the end result so for example you don't want to get you don't want to read you know you have to read but you don't want to read just see the end result and understand how much better it will be once you finish reading because not only are you going to get more knowledge but you're going to be done with it you're not going to have to worry about it for as long obviously as you set it for me personally i read every day so for me in this case it will be not worrying about reading for another day although you know reading is not something you should procrastinate but just as an example i think it works pretty well the third way is breaking tasks into smaller tasks if that makes sense so pretty much rather than thinking to yourself okay i need to write this whole essay that's due for my class say to yourself no i just need to write one paragraph that i can take a little bit of a break then write another paragraph then i can take a break then put a conclusion and i'm done so you're not writing the whole essay you're just writing chunk by chunk although it's going to be in a row and it kind of reframes your mind and lets you relax a little bit because you're so anxious and caught up on the fact that you have to write this whole essay because what sounds worse i have a whole essay to do tomorrow or i have to write one paragraph two times just a conclusion that's it and this goes for my fourth point the pomodoro technique because it works really well pomodoro technique although i don't use it as much as i should especially doing schoolwork it does help me kind of lock in and focus, especially when I'm studying. So what this is, is 25, you set a 25 minute timer. And then once that's done, you set a five minute timer for break. So you do 25 minutes of only locked in, just hard work then five minutes of break and 25, five, you do it. It doesn't matter how many times you do it, but they say around three to five rounds. So me personally, I usually do two to three ish because if I'm getting something done, it usually doesn't take me too, too long. So if I'm writing an essay, I'll do three rounds like 25 5 25 5 25 5 or you can do 50 10 there, there's a lot of different ways of making it personal 
So however you want it to be. And for my fifth point, it's set clear goals and be able to prioritize them. This way you're going to know what you have to do because like I mentioned with the essay example, if you know that you have to write an essay and you set clear goals, you should, you can say to yourself, okay, my goal is I'm going to write this paragraph in 25 minutes and get it done. Then I'm going to take a five minute break, then do write another paragraph in 25 minutes or just get small chunks. So obviously the paragraph doesn't always take 25 minutes. It could be more, it could be less, but this is me combining techniques. I just combine, uh, prioritizing tasks, setting goals, right? Breaking tasks into smaller pieces and the Pomodoro. So that's four of the techniques in one example that I just gave you. So I think that's, that's pretty valuable and it could be good for the fifth, for the sixth, my apologies for the sixth point, you want to create a productive environment so that you're not going to be distracted and you're going to get the work done. A lot of these tips and hacks that I use can be combined into each other. And it's, it just makes this ultimate, you know, productivity hack to not procrastinate anymore and creating a good environment is for example, knowing what your weaknesses are. So if you're always on your phone and you always get distracted, creating a good environment would be getting your phone out of the room or not bringing your phone to the library because it, it doesn't allow you to even have a chance to work or to look at your phone at all. Because I remember a while ago, I heard somebody was talking about dieting and he was saying, cutting down on sugary foods. And something that he said that was so simple, but it, it just made sense is the fact that he said, you can't eat ice cream if you don't have ice cream in the house, right? It's so obvious, but it, it, yeah, it makes sense. So you can't be distracted by your phone if your phone isn't in the room. So it's a good productivity hack. My seventh point is to plan the specific actions and know when and where you're going to implement them. So kind of having little bookmarks, like, okay, here, I'm going to take a break here by this time. I'm going to get this done. No, I think it all boils down to having a plan in general. If you have a plan when you're studying, getting some work done when you're procrastinating, procrastination is in my opinion, your brain's inability to start something because you feel like you're not ready for it and you constantly pushing it back because you're not ready for it yet. But the reality is you're never going to be ready for it. You just have to understand what you have to do to work around your brain, giving you this false sense of misunderstanding and procrastination. Once you learn how to get over it is really not that much of a stopping factor in your life if you if you make it that way for example for me i really don't struggle with procrastination that much because i don't give myself the space to do that if i know i have to get something done i get it done and you know it's all about repetition if you keep doing it like that then your your brain's gonna get used to the fact that okay i'm not gonna give myself the chance to even think oh my god i have this due i'll, I'll do it tomorrow like if i know i know as humans we all know what's best for us even if we don't want to admit it. And this is one of those cases where you need to understand that getting this work done as fast as you can is the best for you because then it's going to not prone you to 
being a victim in the future. You know, you're not going to say to yourself, oh, I should have done this. I could have done this. For my eighth point, and this is my most, one of my most recommended points is to set deadlines. If you think about it, why are you rushing to get an essay done? Because it's due tomorrow. If it wasn't due tomorrow, you wouldn't be rushing for, although to be honest, you probably wouldn't do it as well. But if you set deadlines for yourself, even before it's due, you're going to get it done. For those that don't know, I just got done with my first semester of college. And if I had something due on Monday, for example, and it was Wednesday of the previous week, I would set my deadline to be done by Saturday. So that way I don't have to worry about it on Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And everybody that goes to school knows how annoying it is to have work due on Monday and have to stress on the weekends about it and think about it. So this way, if you can get it done, if you can set a deadline, see people think the deadline for assignments is when the teacher puts them, but the deadline is whenever you want it to be. If you are going to set deadlines for yourself the same times that the teachers do, the majority of you guys will be okay. You guys are going to stress about it. You guys are going to turn in last second and it's going to be done. You know, it's over. But if you can organize your life and get ahead, you're going to be so much happier. I guarantee you. When, when I'm not, I'm not going to say I discovered this, but when I found out about this and started implementing it, it helped me so much, especially in school. And I'm using school as an example because I think procrastination a lot of times is associated with school. You know, you don't want to do your work, even if you don't want to take out the trash or something. I think just a lot of students will resonate with this because in reality, a lot of us, a lot of us struggle with procrastination and as somebody who used to procrastinate a lot more than he does now, and honestly, I barely procrastinate now, it's, it's good to know that it's possible because I used to think, okay, this is going to be a problem for the rest of my life. I'm just not going to be, I'm not going to be actionable. I'm not going to do it. But, you know, your experiences shape you. And once you do it enough times, it's just going to become second nature. My ninth point is develop a growth mindset. I made an episode about this. It was the 19th episode. You don't need to check it out. But if you can develop a growth mindset, it's going to allow you to want to learn more things and experience more. If you are happy to come to class, if you're happy to take out the trash, if you're happy to help someone, then procrastination is not going to be an issue because procrastination is you feeling like you're not ready. But if you have a growth mindset, that's the whole point of it. When you have a growth mindset, you're not ready for things but you jump into them anyway because you know that you're going to learn something from them and have a takeaway from them for my 10th point it's practice mindfulness just understand that you know you're a person you everybody deals with these problems but taking a step back out of i guess you could say reality and understanding that okay you got to get this done meditate on it a little bit that's what i mean be mindful of the fact that eventually it's going to have to get done so why not just get it done right now? Is one more Instagram post or one more YouTube video really going to make a difference? It's not because you're never going to be satisfied. I used to think to myself, okay, I'm going to watch one more YouTube video before I start this work because I need to relax a little bit and it's just going to help me kind of relax. And by the time I'm done with the YouTube video, we'll be good. By the time that YouTube video ends, nothing happens. I have no effect on me except for the fact that now I have less time to do my assignments and get the work done that I need to. For 11, I think this is an important one. 
reward yourself. You know, procrastination is something that a lot of people struggle with and find very difficult. So if you're able to overcome this difficulty, pat yourself on the back, reward yourself, give yourself something, give yourself some extra screen time. You know, if you get this assignment done, okay, you can scroll on social media happy knowing that you did it. I think a lot of times in self-improvement business, school, etc., people struggle to... be self-aware of their achievements and what they've done. They put in all this hard work and when it comes to having the chance to celebrate something happening and getting better, people kind of just brush it off and be like, okay, whatever. And they just keep working. You know, you need to take a break sometimes and say to yourself, wow, I did that. I'm proud of myself. I did good. Because doing this gives you a little bit of a purpose. You know, a lot of people enjoy to do the work like me. I love, I love working. I love doing stuff that are hard and when i do things that are hard i'm like okay i really did that good job like, good job elon you did it give us a pat on the back but a lot of people will do this hard thing and be like okay whatever i did it and over time you it's just going to be this endless cycle of you're doing these things but you're not getting something out of it you know you got to be incentivized and a lot of people are intrinsically motivated like myself to do things if you're happy within yourself to do something, you should still kind of separate yourself from that situation and realize like, okay, I, I did that. And it was a good thing to do. It was the right thing. And I'm proud of myself. Good job. That's all I need to say. You don't need to buy yourself a birthday cake. You don't need to celebrate like that. But acknowledge the fact that you're making progress essentially is what I'm saying. For my 12th point, it's accountability partners, which some people might find debatable. But I think a good way to stop procrastination is tell somebody that you're having this problem and have them hold you accountable to it. If you say, okay, I'm going to get this essay done at this time. First of all, there's actually studies that show that if you say that you're going to get something done and you make it socially aware, like not you're not the only person that knows, you're going to want to make the other person proud and not disappoint yourself or embarrass yourself in front of the other person. So therefore you're going to get it done. So if you can tell your friend, Brandon, that, okay, I'm going to get this essay done by tomorrow at 12 PM. It's going to be more in your head and you're going to know that you made him this promise. And most of the time, hopefully you're going to get it done. But if you don't, he's there to remind you and you didn't get it done. You said you do this, but you did. And this is opening up a, a little bit of another problem that you have to uh, Get over it in a way because if you're not going to keep your word it's something that you got to fix and it takes time and it's good but i i really think that making it aware from other people even telling multiple of your friends or your parents you're going to want to not disappoint them and not give them any reason to tell you you didn't do something right you want to make them proud and for my last point for the 13th point something that i think is really important personally is understanding like your procrastination triggers like i said earlier you need to clear your environment but you also need to understand what makes you distracted you know i used to listen to music a lot when i studied knowing that it makes me super unproductive but i used to always do it because i'd say maybe this time it's gonna be productive and this and it never worked and i love listening to music 
but this was just one of those things that I had to get around. And I'm not going to say I'm a hundred, I'm done doing it, but you know, realizing that this is a problem that I have, I was able to force myself. It sucked, but force myself to study without music. And it makes me understand so much more. I'm able to get so much more done and not get distracted as easily. So understanding what these procrastination, procrastination triggers are, are extremely vital. Same thing. If you study with your friends and you know that you can't be productive around your friends, you got to study by yourself. It sucks, but it's the only way for you to guarantee that you're going to actually study and get, get the material in your head and retain it to the extent that you want to in the ideal environment for yourself. So yeah, that is going to be it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys soon. Thank you.